Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is more important to out- Think your enemy than to outfight him. The difference that will always make the difference is to know thyself. If you know the enemy and you know yourself, you need not fear the results of a hundred battles. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. Be extremely subtle, even to the point of formlessness. Be extremely mysterious, even to the point of soundlessness. Thereby, you can be the director of the opponent's fate. Do not repeat the tactics which have gained you one victory, but let your methods be regulated by the infinite variety of circumstances. Be open to change your ways. The difference that will always make the difference is to think greater than your current circumstances. If you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. You are always the director of your life. You are the producer. You are the actor. You can choose your supporting cast. Make the choice to take control and direct your fate. It's time to rethink yourself. There are five dangerous faults which may affect a general. Recklessness, which leads to destruction. The difference that makes the difference is always learning how to take control of your emotions, to take control 
of your thoughts to be the leader that you want to follow. Cowardice, which leads to capture. Be courageous, be strong, be bold. A hasty temper, which can be provoked by insults. There will always be naysayers. There will always be people that try to affect how you think and feel. How you think is always your choice. Give yourself compliments and always put yourself into the best possible position to face the battles that you're going to face in life. A delicacy of honor which is sensitive to shame. Be honorable to yourself. Be the leader that you want to follow. Over solicitude of his men, which exposes him to worry and trouble. Worry is always a choice. Make the choice to think greater than you feel. Be the general in your own life. Be the leader that you want to follow. Life will always be about strategy and preparation. Be united in yourself. The secret to always outwitting yourself is to know that you are much bigger than your current circumstances. You are the difference that will always make the difference. It's so easy to give up and let your emotions get the better of you. The greatest challenge we face today is to become aware of the enemy within. The general who thoroughly understands the advantages that accompany variation of tactics knows how to handle his troops. The general who does not understand these may be well acquainted with the configuration of the country, yet he will not be able to turn his knowledge to practical account. The greatest challenge we face today is the part of us that wants to avoid the battles, the part of us that wants to avoid rejection and avoid discomfort. Unhappiness is a fate of one who tries to win his battles and succeed in his attacks without cultivating the spirit of enterprise. For the results is a waste of time and general stagnation. Always know the game that you are playing. Know your strengths and your weaknesses. 
to win the battle within is to wake up to the inner genius within you. To win the battle within is to wake up the inner general within you and for you to become the leader that you want to follow. There are five dangerous faults which may affect a general. The first, recklessness, which leads to destruction. The second, cowardice, which leads to capture. The third, a hasty temper which can be provoked by insults. The fourth, a delicacy of honor, which is sensitive to shame. The fifth, over-solicitude for his men, which exposes him to worry and trouble. The art of war is of vital importance to the state. It is a matter of life and death, a road either to safety or to ruin. A good commander is benevolent and unconcerned with fame. Treat your men as you would your own beloved sons, and they will follow you into the deepest valley. Quickness is the essence of the war. He who is prudent and lies in wait for an enemy who is not will be victorious. To know your enemy you must become your enemy. All warfare is based on deception. Hence, when we are able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must appear inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy believe we are far away. When far away, we must make them believe we are near. The whole secret lies in confusing the enemy so that he cannot fathom our real intent. In battle, there are not more than two methods of attack, the direct and the indirect. Yet, these two in combination give rise to an endless series of maneuvers. When strong, avoid them. If of high morale, depress them. Seem humble. Fill them with conceit. If at ease, exhaust them. If united, separate them. Attack their weaknesses, 
emerge to their surprise. If you fight with all your might, there is a chance of life. Whereas death is certain if you cling to your corner. Water shapes its course in according to the nature of the ground over which it flows. The soldier works out his victory in relation to the foe whom he is facing. Disorder came from order. Fear came from courage. Weakness came from strength. If fighting is sure to result in victory, then you must fight, even though the ruler forbids it. If fighting will not result in victory, then you must not fight, even at the ruler's bidding. What the ancients called a clever fighter is one who not only wins, but excels in winning with ease. A clever general, therefore, avoids an army when its spirit is keen, but attacks it when it is sluggish and inclined to return. This is the art of studying moods. There are five essentials for victory. One, he will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight. Two, he will win who has military capacity and is not interfered with by the sovereign. Three, he will win whose army is animated by the same spirit throughout all its ranks. 4. He will win who knows how to handle both superior and inferior forces. 5. He will win who, prepared himself, waits to take the enemy unprepared. A leader leads by example, not by force. All men can see these tactics whereby I conquer. But what none can see is the strategy out of which victory is evolved. Strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. If ignorant both of your enemy and yourself, you are certain to be in peril. If you are far from the enemy, make him believe you are near. Appear weak when you are strong, and strong when you are weak. Victorious warriors win first, and then go to war. While defeated warriors go to war first, and then seek to win. The dance of battle is always played to the same impatient rhythm, 
what begins in a surge of violent motion is always reduced to the perfectly still. The supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. All war is deception. All wars are won or lost before they are ever fought. It is more important to outthink your enemy than to outfight him. The greatest victory is that which requires no battle. First, make yourself unbeatable, then go to war. Let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night, and when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. Move swift as the wind, and closely formed as the wood. Attack like the fire, and be still as the mountain. Let your rapidity be that of the wind, your compactness that of the forest. Move not unless you see an advantage. Use not your troops unless there is something to be gained. Fight not unless the position is critical. Rouse him, rouse him, and learn the principle of his activity or inactivity. Force him to reveal himself so as to find out his vulnerable spots. Build your opponent a golden bridge to retreat across. Success in warfare is gained by carefully accommodating ourselves to the enemy's purpose. The height of strategy is to attack your opponent's strategy. Energy may be likened to the bending of a crossbow, decision to the releasing of the trigger. Leadership is a matter of intelligence, trustworthiness, humaneness, courage, and sternness. Using order to deal with the disorderly, using calm to deal with the clamorous, is mastering the heart. The peak efficiency of knowledge and strategy is to make conflict unnecessary. Do not engage an enemy more powerful than you, and if it is unavoidable and you do have to engage, 
then make sure you engage it on your terms, not on your enemy's terms. Convince your enemy that he will gain very little by attacking you. This will diminish his enthusiasm. If your opponent is of choleric temper, seek to irritate him. Pretend to be weak, that he may grow arrogant. The good fighters of old first put themselves beyond the possibility of defeat, and then waited for an opportunity of defeating the enemy. Do not swallow bait offered by the enemy. Do not interfere with an army that is returning home. Plan for what is difficult while it is easy. Do what is great while it is small. When your strategy is deep and far-reaching, then what you gain by your calculations is much, so you can win before you even fight. In the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. Opportunities multiply as they are seized. The opportunity of defeating the enemy is provided by the enemy himself. If quick, I survive. If not quick, I am lost. This is death. Thus, the expert in battle moves the enemy and is not moved by him. We are not fit to lead an army on the march unless we are familiar with the face of the country, its mountains and forests, its pitfalls and precipices, its marshes and swamps. Supreme excellence consists of breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. The wise warrior avoids the battle. It is the unemotional, reserved, calm, detached warrior who wins, not the hothead seeking vengeance and not the ambitious seeker of fortune. Plan for what is difficult while it is easy. Do what is great while it is small. Rewards for good service should not be deferred a single day. 
to fight and conquer in all your battles is not supreme excellence. Supreme excellence consists in breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. If words of command are not clear and distinct, if orders are not thoroughly understood, the general is to blame. But if his orders are clear, and the soldiers nevertheless disobey, then it is the fault of their officers. Ponder and deliberate before you make a move. Strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Attack him where he is unprepared. Appear when you are not expected. Thus the expert in battle moves the enemy and is not moved by him. To secure ourselves against defeat lies in our own hands, but the opportunity of defeating the enemy is provided by the enemy himself. When I have won a victory, I do not repeat my tactics, but respond to circumstances in an infinite variety of ways. Water shapes its course according to the nature of the ground over which it flows. The soldier works out his victory in relation to the foe whom he is facing. Therefore, just as water retains no constant shape, so in warfare there are no constant conditions. Convince your enemy that he will gain very little by attacking you. This will diminish his enthusiasm. We cannot enter into alliances until we are acquainted with the designs of our neighbors. Energy may be likened to the bending of a crossbow, decision to the releasing of a trigger. When the outlook is bright, bring it before their eyes, but tell them nothing when the situation is gloomy. Conceal your dispositions, and your condition will remain secret, which leads to victory. Show your dispositions, and your condition will become patent, which leads to defeat. One may know how to conquer without being able to do it. Great results can be achieved with small forces. Fighting with a large army under your command is no wise different from fighting with a small one. It is merely a question of instituting signs and signals. The worst calamities that befall an army arise from hesitation. If you fight with all your might, 
there is a chance of life, whereas death is certain if you cling to your corner. Regard your soldiers as your children, and they will follow you into the deepest valleys. Look upon them as your own beloved sons, and they will stand by you even unto death. If you do not take the opportunity to advance and reward the deserving, your subordinates will not carry out your commands, and disaster will ensue. One mark of a great soldier is that he fights on his own terms, or fights not at all. A wise leader always considers gains and damages in his decisions. Move not unless you see an advantage. Use not your troops unless there is something to be gained. Fight not unless the position is critical. When one treats people with benevolence, justice, and righteousness, and reposes confidence in them, the army will be united in mind, and all will be happy to serve their leaders. It is easy to love your friend. But sometimes the hardest lesson to learn is to love your enemy. Do not engage an enemy more powerful than you. And if it is unavoidable and you do have to engage, then make sure you engage it on your terms, not on your enemy's terms. One need not destroy one's enemy. One need only destroy his willingness to engage. To lift an autumn hair is no sign of great strength. To see the sun and moon is no sign of sharp sight. To hear the noise of thunder is no sign of a quick ear. What the ancients called a clever fighter is one who not only wins, but excels in winning with ease. Hence his victories bring him neither reputation for wisdom, nor credit for courage. A clever general, therefore, avoids an army when his spirit is keen, but attacks it when it is sluggish and inclined to return. Violent language and driving forward as if to the attack are signs he will retreat. Disorder came from order. Fear came from courage. Weakness came from strength. Whoever is first in the field and awaits the coming of the enemy will be fresh for the fight. Whoever is second in the field and has to hasten the battle will arrive exhausted. He 
he who only sees the obvious wins his battles with difficulty. He who looks below the surface of things wins with ease. All warfare is based on deception. Hence, when we are able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must appear inactive. When strong, appear weak. Brave, appear fearful. Orderly, appear chaotic. Full, appear empty. Wise, appear foolish. Many, appear to be few. Advancing, appear to retreat. Moving quickly, appear to be slow. Taking, appear to leave. In one place, appear to be in another. Two frequent rewards signify that the enemy is at the end of his resources. Too many punishments betray a condition of dire distress. Even the finest sword plunged into salt water will eventually rust. An enlightened ruler thinks carefully. Effective general goes to the end. Let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night. Invincibility lies in the defense, the possibility of victory in the attack. Great results can be achieved with small forces. Fighting with a large army under your command is no wise different from fighting with a small one. It is merely a question of instituting signs and signals. The worst calamities that befall an army arise from hesitation. If you fight with all your might, there is a chance of life, whereas death is certain if you cling to your corner. Regard your soldiers as your children, and they will follow you into the deepest valleys. Look upon them as your own beloved sons, and they will stand by you even unto death. If you do not take the opportunity to advance and reward the deserving, your subordinates will not carry out your commands, and disaster will ensue. One mark of a great soldier is that he fights on his own terms, or fights not at all. A wise leader always considers gains and damages in his decisions. Move not unless you see an advantage. Use not your troops unless there is something to be gained. Fight not 
unless the position is critical. When one treats people with benevolence, justice, and righteousness, and reposes confidence in them, the army will be united in mind, and all will be happy to serve their leaders. It is easy to love your friend, but sometimes the hardest lesson to learn is to love your enemy. Do not engage an enemy more powerful than you, and if it is unavoidable and you do have to engage, then make sure you engage it on your terms, not on your enemy's terms. One need not destroy one's enemy. One need only destroy his willingness to engage. To lift an autumn hair is no sign of great strength. To see the sun and moon is no sign of sharp sight. To hear the noise of thunder is no sign of a quick ear. A good commander is benevolent and unconcerned with fame. Treat your men as you would your own beloved sons, and they will follow you into the deepest valley. Quickness is the essence of the war. He who is prudent and lies in wait for an enemy who is not will be victorious. To know your enemy, you must become your enemy. All warfare is based on deception. Hence, when we are able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must appear inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy believe we are far away. When far away, we must make them believe we are near. The whole secret lies in confusing the enemy so that he cannot fathom our real intent. In battle, there are not more than two methods of attack, the direct and the indirect. Yet, these two in combination give rise to an endless series of maneuvers. When strong, avoid them. If of high morale, depress them. Seem humble. Fill them with conceit. If at ease, exhaust them. If united, separate them. Attack their weaknesses. Emerge to their surprise. If you fight with all your might, there is a chance of life, whereas death is certain if you cling to your corner. Water shapes its course in according to the nature of the ground over which it flows. The soldier works out his victory in relation to the foe whom he is facing. Disorder came from order. Fear came from courage. Weakness came from strength. If fighting is sure to result in victory, 
then you must fight, even though the ruler forbids it. If fighting will not result in victory, then you must not fight, even at the ruler's bidding. It is more important to outthink your enemy than to outfight him. The difference that will always make the difference is to know thyself. If you know the enemy and you know yourself, you need not fear the results of a hundred battles. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. Be extremely subtle even to the point of formlessness. Be extremely mysterious, even to the point of soundlessness. Thereby, you can be the director of the opponent's fate. Do not repeat the tactics which have gained you one victory. But let your methods be regulated by the infinite variety of circumstances. Be open to change your ways. The difference that will always make the difference is to think greater than your current circumstances. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. You are always the director of your life. You are the producer. You are the actor. You can choose your supporting cast. Make the choice to take control and direct your fate. It's time to rethink yourself. There are five dangerous faults which may affect a general. Recklessness, which leads to destruction. The difference that makes the difference is always learning how to take control of your emotions, to take control of your thoughts, to be the leader that you want to follow. Cowardice, which leads to capture. Be courageous, be strong, be bold. A hasty temper, which can be provoked by insults. There will always be naysayers. There will always be people that try to affect how you think and feel. How you think is always your choice. Give yourself compliments and always put yourself into the best possible position to face the battles that you're going to face in life. A delicacy of honor, which is sensitive to shame. Be honorable to yourself. Be the leader that you want to follow. Over solicitude of his men 
which exposes him to worry and trouble. Worry is always a choice. Make the choice to think greater than you feel. Be the general in your own life. Be the leader that you want to follow. Life will always be about strategy and preparation. Be united in yourself. The secret to always outwitting yourself is to know that you are much bigger than your current circumstances. You are the difference that will always make the difference. It's so easy to give up and let your emotions get the better of you. The greatest challenge we face today is to become aware of the enemy within. The general who thoroughly understands the advantages that accompany variation of tactics knows how to handle his troops. The general who does not understand these may be well acquainted with the configuration of the country, yet he will not be able to turn his knowledge to practical account. The greatest challenge we face today is the part of us that wants to avoid the battles, the part of us that wants to avoid rejection and avoid discomfort. Unhappiness is a fate of one who tries to win his battles and succeed in his attacks without cultivating the spirit of enterprise. For the results is a waste of time and general stagnation. Always know the game that you are playing. Know your strengths and your weaknesses. To win the battle within is to wake up to the inner genius within you. To win the battle within is to wake up the inner general within you and for you to become the leader that you want to follow. There are five dangerous faults which may affect a general. The first, recklessness, which leads to destruction. The second, cowardice, which leads to capture. The third, a hasty temper which can be provoked by insults. The fourth, 
a delicacy of honor, which is sensitive to shame. The fifth, over-solicitude for his men, which exposes him to worry and trouble. The art of war is of vital importance to the state. It is a matter of life and death, a road either to safety or to ruin. A good commander is benevolent and unconcerned with fame. Treat your men as you would your own beloved sons, and they will follow you into the deepest valley. Quickness is the essence of the war. He who is prudent and lies in wait for an enemy who is not will be victorious. To know your enemy, you must become your enemy. All warfare is based on deception. Hence, when we are able to attack, we must seem unable. When using our forces, we must appear inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy believe we are far away. When far away, we must make them believe we are near. The whole secret lies in confusing the enemy so that he cannot fathom our real intent. In battle, there are not more than two methods of attack, the direct and the indirect. Yet, these two in combination give rise to an endless series of maneuvers. When strong, avoid them. If of high morale, depress them. Seem humble, fill them with conceit. If at ease, exhaust them. If united, separate them. Attack their weaknesses. Emerge to their surprise. If you fight with all your might, there is a chance of life. Whereas death is certain if you cling to your corner. Water shapes its course in according to the nature of the ground over which it flows. The soldier works out his victory in relation to the foe whom he is facing. Disorder came from order. Fear came from courage. Weakness came from strength. If fighting is sure to result in victory, then you must fight, even though the ruler forbids it. If fighting will not result in victory, then you must not fight, 
even at the ruler's bidding. What the ancients called a clever fighter is one who not only wins, but excels in winning with ease. A clever general, therefore, avoids an army when its spirit is keen, but attacks it when it is sluggish and inclined to return. This is the art of studying moods. There are five essentials for victory. One. He will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight. 2. He will win who has military capacity and is not interfered with by the sovereign. 3. He will win whose army is animated by the same spirit throughout all its ranks. 4. He will win who knows how to handle both superior and inferior forces. 5. He will win who, prepared himself, waits to take the enemy unprepared. A leader leads by example, not by force. All men can see these tactics whereby I conquer. But what none can see is the strategy out of which victory is evolved. Strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. If ignorant both of your enemy and yourself, you are certain to be in peril. If you are far from the enemy, make him believe you are near. Appear weak when you are strong, and strong when you are weak. Victorious warriors win first and then go to war, while defeated warriors go to war first and then seek to win. The dance of battle is always played to the same impatient rhythm. What begins in a surge of violent motion is always reduced to the perfectly still. The supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. All war is deception. All wars are won or lost before they are ever fought. It is more important to outthink your enemy than to outfight him. The greatest victory is that which requires no battle. First, make yourself unbeatable, then go to war. Let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night.
and when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. Move swift as the wind, and closely formed as the wood. Attack like the fire, and be still as the mountain. Let your rapidity be that of the wind, your compactness that of the forest. Move not unless you see an advantage. Use not your troops unless there is something to be gained. Fight not unless the position is critical. Rouse him, rouse him, and learn the principle of his activity or inactivity. Force him to reveal himself so as to find out his vulnerable spots. Build your opponent a golden bridge to retreat across. Success in warfare is gained by carefully accommodating ourselves to the enemy's purpose. The height of strategy is to attack your opponent's strategy. Energy may be likened to the bending of a crossbow, decision to the releasing of the trigger. Leadership is a matter of intelligence, trustworthiness, humaneness, courage, and sternness. Using order to deal with the disorderly, using calm to deal with the clamorous, is mastering the heart. The peak efficiency of knowledge and strategy is to make conflict unnecessary. Do not engage an enemy more powerful than you, and if it is unavoidable and you do have to engage, then make sure you engage it on your terms, not on your enemy's terms. Convince your enemy that he will gain very little by attacking you. This will diminish his enthusiasm. If your opponent is of choleric temper, seek to irritate him. Pretend to be weak, that he may grow arrogant. The good fighters of old first put themselves beyond the possibility of defeat, and then waited for an opportunity of defeating the enemy. Do not swallow bait offered by the enemy. Do not interfere with an army that is returning home. 
plan for what is difficult while it is easy. Do what is great while it is small. When your strategy is deep and far-reaching, then what you gain by your calculations is much, so you can win before you even fight. In the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. Opportunities multiply as they are seized. The opportunity of defeating the enemy is provided by the enemy himself. If quick, I survive. If not quick, I am lost. This is death. Thus, the expert in battle moves the enemy and is not moved by him. We are not fit to lead an army on the march unless we are familiar with the face of the country, its mountains and forests, its pitfalls and precipices, its marshes and swamps. Supreme excellence consists of breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. <laughs>